Well, Joe, this year is a very special year, and it's a very special August for us because mm -hmm. it is Marie, our youngest, entrance into pre-K. So she's going to big girl school is what we keep calling it. Not that we didn't love her pre-K daycare, mm -hmm. um, but it's just it was a daycare that also did preschool, and she kind of grew into that. And it was a great place that really helped her develop from pretty much six weeks old. Yeah. But this is like a milestone. It's for her and for yeah. me too. I'm really excited about it. And uh, it took like a year of talking it up mm -hmm. to get her excited about it. And it helps that it's the school that her big sister already goes to. Yeah. But that's, that's where we were last year when we put Josie, my mm -hmm. youngest, into pre-K three. Yeah. And so it was, that, it was that kind of milestone feeling to it. Okay. Both girls are now going to big kids school and, yeah. and going to school together. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what, Avery's like, but Lizzie's kind of a protective older sister. Yeah, I'm really happy. Uh, and I don't, like, I was nervous about Avery mm -hmm. going into school when she did. And now she's seven and she can really, I just feel better knowing that she's there yeah. to watch Marie. Um, like, I guess I was nervous about Avery too. You know, I just, you kind of forget the further away it gets. But um, they ride a bus in the afternoon, just mm -hmm. from their school to their dad's school. And that was what really got me with yeah. Avery because she was four, like pre-K is four. Mm -hmm. And I bet for y'all, I mean, three, we just, we didn't do pre-K three there. We kept her where she was. Yeah. So it does feel like a milestone. Hello and welcome to Homestyle, the podcast from the Daily Advertiser that's all about life, family, and the stories they inspire. I'm Joe Cunningham. And I'm Lee Guidry. Looking for a recipe or instructions for our food and crafts? Join our Facebook group by searching for the Homestyle Podcast on Facebook and at Homestyle Pod on Instagram. So we've been doing all the stuff like getting uniforms. We did that a few weeks ago. Uh, and man, I waited till July and that places were plucked clean, but kids grow so fast. So it's, we still yeah. haven't bought shoes. We're going to do that like days before we're, it starts. We're in the same boat. And then on top of all this, I guess this is the closest that we've ever come to being breaking news on this podcast. Oh, yeah. But, you know, as we're recording this, Governor John Bill Edwards has said we're going to go into a mask mandate starting August 4th until mm -hmm. July, uh, September. until September 1st, at least. Yeah. So now you got to take the whole mask thing into consideration. Well, and we had masks and we've kept them. I know we haven't really been wearing them because we're vaccinated and we've, uh, you know, it just hasn't been the way that summer school went. Yeah. It hasn't been the way of things around here, but we've kept them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all just hanging on this, this hook becoming a part of our decor. But I was like, oh, well, we have masks. If that becomes a thing again, mm -hmm. we'll be fine. And then once he said that, it was like I went through this mental inventory I was like, no, wait, because my kids would just lose them last year. They would just take them off and then like she'd go to school with a mask and then come home without it. Yeah. So she didn't really need one last year because she was younger. But mm -hmm. the mask mandate being five and up, yeah. um, I mean, Maria will be four, but she'll turn five. So I really think we're going to have to do it for both. I like the ones at Old Navy. And as soon as I saw that and I did my mental inventory, I logged on to OldNavy.com mm -hmm. and it, we already needed a few things because, like I said, places were picked clean. So there were like navy blue pants in every size, but not khaki pants. So yeah. I went through and did that. 
And while I was at it, I bought a pack of kids masks. And mm -hmm. I really like them because I like the adult ones too. But the kids ones adjust. Yeah. So um, you can s like slide something on the little part that goes around their ears. And that, I think they're very comfortable as much as they can be. Mm -hmm. um, they're washable. I got them. They were cute. I had to decide between ones that had corgis and ones that were just different colors. Um, I didn't know which would be less distracting for pre-K and second grade, but oh, that's tough. The I colors. would be distracted by corgis on a mask. I thought so too. So like, there's one that's kind of rainbowy. Yeah. But I, and I thought they would love that, but the corgi one had like some solid navy, which mm -hmm. is very uniform. But anyway, I went with the rainbow, and we've got it, and it, hopefully it'll be here in a few days. But I did get worried because last year with COVID. Things took so long to come in, and mm -hmm. I was worried that that was going to happen if I waited until tomorrow. So hopefully that'll come in. If not, we do have a few to hold us over. Yeah, and that's that'll be good. We 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 got rid of most of ours. I mean, a lot of ours were ones Krista made herself, okay. and but we still have a ton of the fabric and the material and everything, yeah. so we can make can more. That's, yeah, that's that's not going to be too difficult. It was just okay. We thought we were kind of through it. And of course, the the variants and the surges mm -hmm. and everything. And the thing about this one is to just kind of looking at the science and the numbers, and everything, which I know is totally out of what we normally, <laughs> normally do for do. this this show. The Delta variant is the fourth variant of this virus, mm -hmm. and it it looks like. It is, it's got some bad symptoms that come along with it, but it's not as, it's not as dangerous as like the original yeah. one was. And, and typically, you know, viruses mutate to avoid vaccines, but also, you know, to prolong life. So if they mutated into something that was super deadly, it would lose all of its hosts. Yeah. So they, viruses just like scientifically for whatever reason, don't mutate to something. Slowly. Yeah. They, they yeah. don't, they don't become something super deadly or anything like that, but with the vaccinations and the face masks and all these different mandates and, and encouragements and all that, mm -hmm. you know, we are seeing this, this surge come back mm -hmm. and it's very, uh, it, it is causing a lot of uncertainty on the education side of things. You know, we, yeah, because school starts in like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, for some places I think start on the sixth. For me, this week in services start uh, and yeah. we've already been told, Hey, your district in services will be from your base, your base school through mm -hmm. zoom. And I imagine other districts are going to be doing similar things. And yeah. the next week for us, uh, the, the kids actually come back and that will be a big thing. Half of them come one day, half of them come the other day. And then it's full on the following week. Everybody comes well, back. You and I were talking about that because I, I think that's what everyone's big question was. And that's as a, you know, when I'm not talking about crafts, I'm writing about schools. Yeah. And so my job this week is like, like, yeah, it's back to school time by the mm -hmm. uniforms, but also reporterly has to be focused on, well, what are the plans for all the schools right. in my area? And so I'll, all the school board meetings are this week. So this mm -hmm. is when they said it. And I think that's one reason the governor was like, let's talk about this mm -hmm. now so that, you know, they got to get the information from the state to be able to make these decisions locally. So I'll be focusing on that. But the other questions that people have are like, are we going to do virtual? Are we going to do hybrid? And they're looking mm -hmm. back to this time last year that we yeah. were all like freaking out, you know, of course, because we didn't know how school was going to start. We didn't know when school was going to start. And and I'll, I I want to give Lafayette Parish, my employer, Lafayette mm -hmm. Parish School System, some credit because their plan was pretty comprehensive and yeah. I think actually rolled out pretty smoothly. There mm -hmm. were some hiccups of, in doing things. There was things. no way to not have hiccups. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, we're, this is a pandemic. And 
to their credit, I think they're looking at last year and they're thinking they're they're seeing the results from testing and from grades and general behaviors and all that. And there's a lot of data to pour through, and I think they've realized, okay, the hybrid stuff and the virtual stuff's not going to work. So yeah. it looks like in Lafayette Parish, we're going to stay full full class load every day. And I think most other districts are probably going That's to swing that way. Um, the, I don't think that it was easy on families. I don't no. think that it, I mean. Of course, there were families that chose it because mm -hmm. of health concerns, and that is, I'm sure, still going to be available. But um, I know I've heard from even state officials how bad truancy was. Yes. You know, like it's so much harder to control and to not control, but like oversee. Yeah. And so it's just, I think everybody's goal is to have kids face to face as much as possible. So that's why they're doing these things like the mask. And I don't mind the mask just mm -hmm. personally. But I also think that they helped a lot last year. The mass and all the cleaning helped a lot with like flu. <laughs> so yeah, we so cannot have that. That's I'm the fine other with my thing kids not coming home with the stomach flu. We're now seeing RSV and flu and stuff yeah. here in the summer because the the masking and the cleaning and everything pushed it back. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the masking it, it does in some regards help with that. Mm -hmm. But what we're also seeing is that schools weren't really super spreader sites, not just because of the yeah. masking, but because it looked the data show that that kids weren't really getting or transmitting yeah. the virus a whole lot. There's so community spread. Yeah, the, it was it was stuff that was happening outside of school. So if you're concerned about your kids and their exposure to COVID nineteen, that that becomes an at home responsibility mm -hmm. type thing. What what are your kids doing outside of school? Because schools mm -hmm. are are obviously not wanting to be seen as the center of a super spreader yeah. event. So they're going to do everything to avoid it. So it's a matter of getting your kid ready to understand that, yes, we're going to be doing some things differently again this year. Yeah. But hopefully, given what we're seeing, it's not going to be a whole year thing. It's just going to be for a few weeks. And I, I would hope that it's less scary this yeah. year for kids because we've kind of we're not so shocked by mm -hmm. COVID anymore. We all know what COVID is. Like we say the word, we yeah. say coronavirus, like my four-year-old can just say, is it because mm -hmm. of coronavirus? Yeah. And it's not a, I mean, there is trauma to it and we're going to continue to talk that out, but mm -hmm. like, it's not as traumatic as last year. And I think we've, we've learned through mm -hmm. last year and what we were talking about hybrid is you said that some districts just really liked how we started school with half the amount of students and yes. it was so much smoother. So every year, let's start half mm -hmm. and half and for like that first week when everybody's learning the procedures i mean that's what they do with pre-k and kindergarten so yeah. why not do it with ninth graders and that that seems like something that will be you know kind of a permanent thing from here on out i think a lot of people like that mm -hmm. but as far as getting prepared for school so we've got all this and we got you know uniforms and masks like we were talking about school supplies that's a whole thing now yeah. you said and this is i think what my kids school does is mm -hmm. they just tell you to send you know some money up to school they're going to purchase this the supplies first time they're doing that and I've seen other things pick up too like some places will do like they'll they'll work with a company that mm -hmm. does this and they sell kind of like bundles and you go in and you say Avery Guidry's teacher miss so-and-so first grade second grade whatever and then you click on it like a drop-down menu which I love for the convenience of it yeah. I do love buying school supplies you know I'm a writer I love mm -hmm. being able to uh buy me some pens and some markers and stuff. And so that part is fun. And it was nice, I think, when Avery was little and it was my first. Yeah. But um, it just seems so easy to just go down the drop, you know, online and do it. I don't have to have cash. I don't have to have a check. But this year, um, my kids aren't doing it that way. They're, I'm just bringing $35 per kid, and that's what they've asked. And I don't know if it's because of COVID, because it'll mm -hmm. limit the 
the contact. Because, you know, last year that was a big question is like if it lived on surfaces yeah. and stuff. But I think this year it might be out of convenience. Yeah, and the the data about halfway through the year started showing that hard surface transmission of COVID doesn't really exist. So yeah. you probably won't see that a whole lot. But I am going to speak as a teacher, parents, nothing, you cannot help a teacher more than you can by providing Kleenex, hand sanitizer, mm. and like Clorox wipes for a yeah. classroom. Because kids... You can always give more. It doesn't have to be just what's on that list. From our four-year-olds to some yeah. of the high schoolers that I've taught and interacted <laughs> with, kids are filthy and disgusting creatures. Oh, yeah. So... Parents, I am begging you. I, I have lobbied school board members to pass a policy saying that we are allowed to to mandate as a school supply these cleaning supplies mm -hmm. because oftentimes it's you know we want them only to focus on bringing academic supplies and stuff like this. Yeah. Like no, we we want to mandate that your child has to bring hand sanitizer, or Kleenex, or yeah. something because good lord, we need. I mean. Kids go through Kleenex a lot as it is. I mean, everybody yeah. returns to school. Everybody's exposed to everybody's germs. Well, I know Eric teaches in the high school. You teach the high school, middle school age. Mm -hmm. I always joked even before the pandemic that Eric gets sick at the beginning of the yep. year. His body is tired because he's not used to standing up all day. Mm -hmm. You know, he goes from the summer to not yeah. doing anything to having to do to stand up all day and being surrounded by mm -hmm. teenagers. And he's not... You know, hugging them yeah. and really touching them like you Just would like a level of exposure. He's not wiping their noses like a five-year-old, but he is. Yeah, he's around their coughs on a regular year, so he would just always get sick by the end of August. Yeah, and that's going to be the case. Is we're going. To, I mean, the the flu season, like we said, is mm -hmm. a very active season for using Kleenex and hand sanitizer yeah. stuff like that. And from the beginning of the year to then, a teacher's classroom supply of those things can mm -hmm. be knocked out. So please, parents. Add Especially that to you your supplies. Can. Yeah, I know that some people, it, it can be expensive to get. It can be expensive. A lot of and it supplies. was difficult to get those supplies for classrooms last, year, last yeah. year. Now, districts did provide a lot of those supplies to their teachers. And that's probably something that's going to continue because, frankly, mm -hmm. it's necessary. But still, and I we think have it's. And federal funds that are designated for stuff and like that. I, I really feel it's very important for districts to and schools to allow kids to bring their own personal hand sanitizer yeah. and let them use that in the classroom. Now, nothing like super fragrant or anything yeah. like that because there are allergies and things to deal with. it gives them their like, ownership of yes. it. Yes. Especially because we have little ones. We mm -hmm. think about like them wanting to do it themselves. But yeah. Try telling a middle schooler or a high schooler. I mean, I think they'd much rather have that, mm -hmm. you know, sense of agency. Yeah, they would absolutely love that. So let's see. On so masks, uniforms, supplies. What other things? Uh, everybody needs to uh, beware of traffic. Beware <laughs> of traffic that. in the mornings. That's going to be a killer. School zones, mm -hmm. obviously, but it's just it is going to be an adjustment. It's a different season. Back to school is just a shift. Like yeah. we all shifted into summer, and now. Even on years when we don't have a pandemic, it's different. Like it's going to be crazy the first couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, really, the first week, week and a half is when, especially in the mornings and the afternoons, when you're still learning the, the car rider and bus rider um, processes for oh, school. Oh, gosh. That I is, hate to be an administrator for those things. Uh, the, that's car one rider of the worst times like to be an administrator. Yeah. I think they would rather take like that and doing a master schedule sounds like the worst. Thing a master in my schedule life. is a beautiful puzzle that is hell to make. Yeah, I would never ever want to do that. Yeah, so I think my friend Caitlin would be perfect for it, but it would just not be. Yeah, it's not my brain. No. Uh, so when you're getting your kids ready for school, I mean, mm -hmm. just in the week, you know, in the days and weeks leading up to them going back to school. 
uniform supplies, masks, cleaning. I think meal stuff. planning would be really helpful. Meal planning would be like very helpful if you're taking some of the pressure off at home. If your so if your school or district allows your kid to bring lunches, that's great. Plan those lunches, Mine but do, also but I'm I'm like just eat at school. <laughs> but also meal planning for the family for like, dinner. Yeah. yeah you know, the, once school starts back, also extracurricular activities come oh back. Gosh, yeah. And you want to make sure that you have snacks ready for kids because if they come home between school and a practice, they're going to be starving mm -hmm. and they're going to want to, you know. We want to limit the fast food as much as yeah. we can. I know that in general that mm -hmm. should be the rule, but like that is something, a big push at our house. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, it's so crazy those first few weeks mm -hmm. that we're just we're tired. So and if you just already have it ready to go, maybe on Sunday, just pop it in. You can do your uh, air fryer. Yes. Yeah. Use, use the, the air, air fryer. fryer. Instapot, something. Uh, I like doing big cooks on Sunday because mm. it allows me to have leftovers I for the next few leftovers. days. And we have leftovers from yesterday's. Well, I saw cook. you did a lot of sausage. and Yes. Were you inspired by last week's episode? Kind of, but I'll, I I just been wanting to do a big barbecue, you know, because so, it's, really it's the, the end last of summer. Weekend of the summer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in fact, we're thinking about what we're going to do um, tomorrow. You know, as this episode comes out, the day this episode comes out, it's like our official last day of summer because I've got to go to in services the next yeah. day. So it's like, what are we going to do for dinner and to celebrate a successful summer? Yeah, we're doing. Uh, we still have to get the things that I ordered. But we also have to get um, shoes and backpacks, mm -hmm. and those are and that, that's always a big deal, especially yeah. for this will be Marie's first one, so it'll be exciting. Oh yeah, that's saying that's also a fun time, and you're gonna get the first day of first yeah. year pictures. And oh, for sure. And I, I do think one thing that this year has over last year is just that as of right now, we know when we're starting, mm -hmm. and that has I think last year everything kept getting pushed back and pushed back, and then people having a quarantine or the hurricanes, like things mm -hmm. just kept getting pushed further back. Yeah. And I don't feel that this year and I'm very appreciative of that. You know, one thing that I, and, and I'm going to say this as a teacher and some folks are going to think about the world we live in and think mm -hmm. that this is kind of crazy. I cannot stress, and I've got a friend who's actually going to be pushing this in his class. Mm -hmm. I cannot stress enough how important it is for your kids to have notebooks and are learning to write and take notes and, yeah. and notebooks. There is there are actual scientific studies out there that show that handwriting something reinforces it yeah. uh, in your mind a lot more than just I'm typing 100 does. Behind this. And, and I'm I'm somebody who advocates the use of, of technology wherever. Mm -hmm. If you're the type of person who can type in notes or whatever, go for. But some people, I really think it helps people a lot more to have you know, handwritten notes. So please make sure that your kids not only have their notebooks, but are using the they notebooks. In the practice of it, for sure. I know that that was the biggest thing that prepared me for college mm -hmm. was that in high school, I took notes. Yeah. I, I wrote notes out. And then I knew so many people that freshman year of college were, mm -hmm. were like, whoa, I've never written notes yeah. before. I'm like, oh, well, this is just And also, nature. also make sure that you know, the schools give kids planners. You know, I know our school does. Yeah. I know our district, you know, gives them out. Make sure your kids are using their planners because it never fails that a teacher will let a child know that something is due on such and such a day. Mm -hmm. This is what we're doing this week. And the child is going to come to school completely blanking on it because they, they did not write it down anywhere. Yeah. So even if they have reminders set on Google Classroom or on their computer or their phone or whatever, 
get when you get one of those agenda books, one of those planners, mm -hmm. make sure your kid is using it. That is super, super important. It's a very, very easy way for oh, them yeah. to keep track of what they're doing because you're not going to ask to look at the reminders they set on their phone, but you can definitely ask them to pull their agenda out of yeah. their backpack and write and, and see the stuff. how else as a parent are you going to know? I mean, I know there are ways that we can log in to their classes mm -hmm. and stuff now, but it, you're right. I pr much prefer the paper and pen way because it's just, it's a fail safe. Yeah. But that's a super good lesson to like life skill to learn now. Because mm -hmm. I remember being taught that. I had to actively be taught yeah. how to use an agenda in like sixth grade because we didn't have them in elementary schools. And then how that affects how I do my mm -hmm. life now. Like yeah. That's how I keep up with um, assignments that I have for work. And I mean, that's how I'm successful at all. <laughs> that's so, how you've helped with this show is making sure that we write down what topics what, we're doing. And yeah, you have to plan. And yeah. I think if you, that's a lot to learn mm -hmm. at the same time as like learning everything at a big transition year, like maybe going to ninth grade or mm -hmm. going to college. So rather than having to learn it all at once, yeah, let's start teaching them a little at a time. And, you know, I hadn't even really thought about how, like me not being a teacher, yeah. teaching my kids that. But I could. It's also getting into that routine of like, mm -hmm. OK, we get home, we check our homework. Like uh, I remember one day, Avery, last year, I might have told this story already, but she said something about how uh, I didn't I forgot her mask or I forgot her backpack or her folder. And I was like, oh, no, that's not my responsibility. And she was in first grade last year. So it wasn't like you yeah. know, her first year in school. But she also wasn't in middle school. She's mm -hmm. a little one. But, like, you are big enough to get your backpack. Yeah. I am not responsible for that or making sure everything. Like, yeah, I need to sign the papers. But your responsibility mm -hmm. is to put that in. And if you teach her that little kernel of responsibility now, then later on we can add to that and build on that. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, and I said, no, that's your job. And then she said, what's yours? And then we had to talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. So on that note, if y'all have any tips for getting ready for back to school time, please let us know on our Instagram or on Twitter at HomestylePod or check out the Homestyle Podcast Facebook group. Just search for the Homestyle Podcast on Facebook. You'll find us. We'll have our back to school stuff. I Definitely think I may pictures. some pictures. Um, and I think I will also put some of those meal planning ideas on the Facebook right. page. I need to share the barbecue stuff from this past weekend too. So there's all be that. Look out and share anything with us on those pages and be sure to uh, like subscribe and share our podcast with all your friends. Mm -hmm. Let them know Rate what great stuff. Us. Yes. All that stuff. Make sure that, uh, you know, doing all that, you're helping us make us successful. And we will talk to you guys again next week.